takes a village to raise a child. Well, it also takes a village to raise a successful business. You mm. know, that whole idea of, you know, Lone Ranger, you know, riding off into the sunset by yourself is, <laughs> is not realistic. It really is not. It really does take a community to help to build um, a successful business. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin here, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I love our guest already. Hey, Kimberly. We are here on another amazing podcast. We are getting such great feedback. Thank you, guys. Please send the emails, do the likes, drop us the uh, DMs. But we are really getting a lot of great feedback on our guests and the tools and the actions that we're getting. And uh, Kimberly, the other day, you sent me a statistic and it said that we were one of the top podcasts out there that give out content. <laughs> I'm super excited. We provide 94% more business contact content than other business podcasts in the world. So that was huge for us. And we yeah. are just on, on 10 this week as we celebrate that that big, big win, milestone mm -hmm. in our business. Awesome. I cannot believe our Business for Business series. We've had some amazing people and it's just each, each week just, just takes us to another level. And we have been trying to get this next guest since we've had a podcast. Um, <laughs> This next guest is a uh, crazy as we are, personal friend, uh, more busy than Kimberly, which is crazy. Um, but one of my favorite I don't aspects. Think so. no. <laughs> are you kidding me, Kimberly? <laughs> well, that means, uh, I mean, one of my favorite things is is um, you opened a business in 2020 that revolved around people coming out. <laughs> their homes and working in a community yeah and where a lot of people would have been because we're it's a business for business but I want to set this right. up a little bit because it is phenomenal mm -hmm. business mm -hmm. for business your business helps other businesses grow scale do everything they need to do and not feel alone because entrepreneurship can be alone but mm -hmm. in a prime time where you could have easily shut doors and you could have said eh you know, not the right time. Um, I'm going to just start. I'll, I'll be back later or it's not worth it is instead you decided to just take on more responsibility and push <laughs> even harder. Uh, and that's what I love about you because, you know, it's no secret right now. If we could get more small businesses and more entrepreneurs to push past their pain point, we are mm. in the best opportunity that we've ever had to create more millionaires and someone corrected me earlier me and Kimberly in a conversation they said no we think more billionaires there's right. never been a better time for entrepreneurs <laughs> and um 
uh, small business owners, yeah. but your story, not the skills you're going to give right now, not the action steps you're going to give right now, but you're <laughs> pushing beyond that scary point and that struggle to now come out on the other side with having one of Temecula's most growing businesses is very exciting. And we're super excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. And by the way, congratulations on your most recent success Thank you. of you being of your podcast being like one of the, you know, top um, business content um, providers out there. That's, that's huge and it's desper desperately needed. Um, so yeah, I feel like as uh, you know, the world has changed as a result of the pandemic, a lot of people are beginning to reevaluate, you know, whether they want to maintain corporate jobs or, mm -hmm. um, you know, launch into something on their own. So being able to have resources like this podcast are extremely important. So I'm excited that you all are here and doing the work that you do. Well, um, well let me chime in just a second. I, and I have yes. to chime in because Misty got fired up, ready. And she started yes. on the tr on the track, not the treadmill. She was on the track running. Yeah. And what I felt like we didn't do properly, and it's no fault of anyone because we're excited to finally have you here, is first of all, tell our audience who you are. Who the heck I am, I know, right? Well, and you know what, And because we are all friends, in addition to um, business colleagues, we have a tendency to be a little informal. So yes. um, excuse us for that um, momentary <laughs> lapse of uh, judgment in terms of right, you right. know who I'm who like, we are. <laughs> well, I just figure if they're listening, they already know you, right? Yeah, I know exactly, exactly, right? So um, I, as... Um, indicated before, I am Dr. Alicia Wilkins, and I am the owner of Hera Hub Temecula, that's H-E-R-A, Hub uh, Temecula, and we are a shared workspace and business accelerator, um, a female-focused uh, shared workspace and business accelerator. This is not mean that we don't accept men. It just, it means that, um, you know, we're just, we're female-focused. Um, we um, try to elevate all businesses, but with a, um, you know, a, a focus on um, female businesses. And uh, in addition to, you know, having a community, we also offer close to 15 hours a week of business acceleration. So the idea is to not only provide a beautiful and productive workspace for people to be able to come to that's a little less distracting than working from home, um, but to also make sure that when they do come through these doors that their businesses are actually getting the resources that, resources that they need to grow. So that's what we do here at Hair Hub Temecula. <laughs> That's so exciting, Alicia. And I will tell you, as a recipient of what Hera Hub puts off, I love being in the environment. It is inspiring just to be not only in the physical space because it's beautiful, but to be surrounded by other business owners, entrepreneurs mm -hmm. who are just on a, on a track of building their business. I have so much fun. And I know fun is <laughs> usually, usually, usually the word used when we're describing business, but it should. If you're not mm -hmm. having fun, doing, building, creating your business, you're in the wrong space. So right. we have fun at Hera Hub and super excited that you allow us, both Misty and I, to share that space and be a part of the community. So as we get into learning more about you and what Hera Hub is all about, I want to just start by asking you, how did you get 
on this journey. Tell us a little bit about mm -hmm. your journey from where you started to how you ended up here as a owner of Hera Hub Temecula. Okay. Yeah. So um, my degree is in organizational psychology and during, <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> Another thing in common with uh, Misty. Um, so when I was doing my research, I was doing it on remote workers actually. So I have been studying remote workers since 2009. So before Woo! it was a catchphrase. Before it was a trend. And, yeah, before it was a trend. Um, and I remember distinctly my, my way back in 2009, my professors used to get so like annoyed because every time I was always talking about virtual work and remote workers and <laughs> da, 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 da. And they're just like, oh God, here she comes again with that. Um, well, I really thought that it would be um, you know, uh, millennials and Gen Zs that led us towards, you know, a much more remote work, work environment. I didn't know it was going to be a pandemic, mind you, mm. <laughs> that would, you know, kind of kick us off. But um, so I've always, um, you know, has just had this innovative idea that, you know, this is the way of the future. We need to prepare. We need to be ready um, for this. And during my research, there were a number of participants. I did a um, quantitative uh, study, statistical study, and um, a number of my participants were actually members of various co-working spaces. And because Temecula is a small town. I mean, sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but it is right. very much a still um, a town that's only been around for just a little over 30 years. I thought, wow, it'd be great to have such a co-working space in um, Temecula. And then uh, by mere happenstance, I happened to go down to the Hera Hub in Carlsbad, uh, California, and uh you know, went there for an event, um, not knowing that it was a co-working space. Um, in fact, I thought all the women were working. I thought Hair Hub was a business, like a like an organization that all the women were working for. Sure. <laughs> and <laughs> like, like that. right, right. What kind? Yeah, right. And um, then I learned that, no, they each had their own separate businesses and that this was an actual co-working space. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I have to bring this to Temecula because there was something just different. The energy was so different than I even expected um, from a co-working space. And that energy was one of community. Hmm. It was, um, and, you know, and I've said this before that, you know, when, uh, when you have a business, it's like, have, it's like a baby, it's like having a baby and, <laughs> and it takes a village to raise a child. Well, it also takes a village to raise a successful business, you mm. know, that whole idea of, you know, Lone Ranger, you know, riding off into the sunset by yourself is, <laughs> is not realistic. It really is not. It really does take a community to help to build um, a successful business. And that's what I saw there was a community. And so that's what I, so when I um, decided to bring Hera Hub to Temecula, it wasn't, oh, let me bring this business to Temecula. It was, let me Form this community here wow. in Temecula. So, um, so yeah, so that was my my journey. It ended up being, you know, this whole concept of a co-working space 
ended up being much bigger um, than I anticipated. Um, and as Misty mentioned earlier, uh, yeah, so here I am, you know, 2020, March 2nd of 2020, opening my doors. And two weeks later is the uh, statewide shutdown. Um, <laughs> And here I am, you know, trying to open, you know, to create this community um, in the middle of a um, shutdown where people can't physically come into the space. But one of the things that I did, um, and I would, uh, and I um, say this uh, as a tip for other um, businesses that are, you know, um, in the process of trying to develop, you know, like especially someone um someone who has like a membership type business, right? Um is really truly work on the community before you actually um kind of like open the doors of your business. And I think that mm. that was one of the winning strategies for why I was successful. I actually had uh, about 15 founding members and these were people who were committed and bought into the idea and were already part of my community before I even opened my doors, like a year before I even opened my doors. Right, you would have the community in other spaces while you were building the community before you even had your own space, if I'm correct. Absolutely, yes. And what Misty is referring to is I used to have what's referred to as pop-up co-working. Yeah. And so, um, and actually Oak Grove, uh, Culinary Creations on 2nd Street in Old Town Temecula was a, one of the locations where I would have different people come and we would literally just sit down in the cafe and I, um, you know, I'd um, cover their cost of their coffee and their um, pastries and we'd just sit down and we would work and sometimes, you know, organic conversations would start and people would started, you know, talking to one another and then collaborating with one another in the same venue, I mean, in the same way that we are right now, right? You know, oh working together, you know? And um, and so that synergy started to take place. And so it, it was easy to bring that into the physical space. So when they say build it and they'll come, the building it isn't necessarily the physical location. The building it is like, you know, the, the mental aspect of building this community and then, um, you know, really, truly opening your doors. So that's definitely a tip, especially for anyone who is like a service-based um, business and um, is doing things that are like very membership-based is don't wait until, you know, everything is all perfect and the building's there and all this other kind of stuff, you know, go ahead and begin to develop that community. Oh my gosh. You know, if I could just for a second, really touch base on that, Alicia, because mm -hmm. you did something really wonderful. As you mentioned, you offered these pop-up co-working. And I remember coming to uh Siler yeah. gallery a few times, yeah. co-working yeah. as a community with you and, and connecting with some of the women. And I'll be quite yeah. honest, even though I've known you, we have relationship, you know, every now and then I may go somewhere else, go to the coffee house yeah. and work, or yeah. Misty and I collaborate somewhere else, but you always stay top of the mind. Not mm -hmm. only did you stay top of the mind because of the community you created, but then you also offered some business acceleration free mm -hmm. to the community. Come be a part of us. Mm -hmm. Look and see what we are and what we experience. And I think those are critical things that you put in place to invite people into your space. So not only mm -hmm. could they hear about it, but mm -hmm. they can partake in it. 
Absolutely. That allows you to stay top of the mind. So when they are ready, like Misty and I Mm -hmm. said, it's time for us to step out of our homes Mm -hmm. and step into a co-working place. You were the first place we wanted to go to. Well, to be fair, every time we were there, she's like, are you guys ready? We're like, oh no, we're here for the class. And finally we're like, we're here more than you are. We should probably join. <laughs> I didn't feel that pressure though, Misty. You know, I didn't feel the pressure. I, I mean, even if the conversation was had, I felt like she always just opened the doors and welcomed us in and said, you know what? There's a space here for you when you're ready. And when we were ready, she was gracious and kind enough to say, this is what I have available. Are you ready? And we yeah. said, yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I didn't say pressure. Just remind me when I was little and I was always at my best friend's house. Mm-hmm. And they're like, when's adoption papers being signed? Because when yes. you feel at home somewhere. So that's yeah. what it was. We were, just, we, were all, we were there more than probably most members were at that time, to be, to be <laughs> honest. And that was our, our joke with, with Dr. Alicia. So I love this. When you first hear you did all these studies in remote work, mm-hmm. one would think, oh, remote work is how to make someone more successful while working from home, but mm-hmm. as their home. And your studies probably found the biggest gap. Even the word remote is opposite mm-hmm. of community. Mm-hmm. So in your mm-hmm. educate, you have a damn doctorate in it. So I know you spent years and days, right? Just reading and researching and reading and researching. Yeah. Yeah. And you found the uh, pinnacle pitfall of why sometimes remote work, because it's lonely, you mm-hmm. can't grow past yourself. Exactly. And mm-hmm. who do you go to if you're the boss and the employee, right? Yeah, right. Absolutely. And there's not a lot of there. And, and as it grows, but back then there wasn't anything really probably mm-hmm. in, in the time that you started, which I love is that you found even back then is the community that most entrepreneurs lack. It's getting yeah. better, but what an amazing job, not only to build, to solve two problems with one business is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Thank and you. I know- it is a, it's a chain business, but yeah. mm-hmm. you probably were just that looking around to like, I know there's a gap and what an amazing way to join a community to build your business. You're in a community mm-hmm. business with the community. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, um, speaking of my research, one of the, so, you know, what I studied was this concept of social, uh, social presence. And a lot of times when, when I throw out the term social presence, people automatically think, oh yeah, how present I am on my social media channels. And, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's not that it's actually basically how uh, psychologically connected and real someone feels when you're communicating using technology, like right now, how, how real do I actually feel to you in this, this, you know, dialogue? And um, so I was studying this concept and um, discovered that people who were much more socially present, or at least um, leaders who were much more socially present had higher, um, you know, their, their team members had higher job satisfaction. There was, you know, um, better retention of the team members, much more um, uh, loyalty to the organization, a lot of, you know, a lot of different things. And then I started to, to dissect, you know, what is it, what is the social present, what does it really look like? Because that's at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, what does it look like, right? Mm-hmm. And essentially those leaders were much more intentional with 
their, um, you know, with their correspondence with their um, with their team members. Um, they did things like subtle things like, you know, an email where they actually addressed them by their name instead of just, you know, give me that that uh, report. I need it by such and such date. It'd be like, hey, Kimberly, <laughs> <laughs> can you please provide me that report by da 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 You know what I mean? So utilizing people's names, you know, um, a lot of different things that um, made it feel much more person, personal, um, unless like you were just talking to um, a robot. And so um, and then, too, the research also essentially in a nutshell just confirmed that no matter who the individual was, whether they were male or female or non-identifying or whether they were kids, well, I mean, had kids, I'm sorry, not, not kids, but had kids, you know, whether they were, you know, parents or not parents or it, it didn't matter they all wanted connection. And a lot of times we think, oh, if someone wants to be a remote worker, then they're probably like this loner who like the, you know, doesn't want to be around people, et cetera, et cetera. And that simply is not the case. Everyone, um, no matter how I, you know, turn the, da the data, male, females were just as um, likely to want to have those, those connections. And that was probably the most interesting thing about my, um, my, um, you know, my work. It didn't matter if they were, uh, you know, an executive or, uh, you know, a, uh, you know, frontline employee. It just did not matter. They all still wanted that connection. And so my goal had become, um, you know, how to create those water cooler conversations and um, experiences outside of the physical, physically being present with people so anyways but yeah so that's a little bit of my, my research and um you know well, what I, I, I want to the, go ahead the uh -huh. byproduct is the the human need is connection and creating yes. a business around creating opportunities for connection the byproduct is growing your company the collaborations the joint mm -hmm. ventures and i don't know if you keep track of but you should how many joint ventures are happening in your community that you've built even your event joint ventures. I know our, our, me and Kimberly included have done some joint ventures with a, a couple other fellow members, including yourself. Yeah. So it really just is interesting because we are having these conversations in the business for businesses. If you are creating or solving a problem, lack of connection, you found ways to monetize a membership mm -hmm. site and a membership, you know, come in and mm -hmm. now, wow the outcome is more people's business are growing and scaling and they're even growing to um, how mm -hmm. many uh, different things of money are coming in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, what? It, it's interesting to say that I've never um, considered um, tracking um, the collaborations, um, something that I'm like, I'll have to include in my KPI. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's happening every day. I mean, I we have. Have yeah. we've got some other Hera Hub members here on the podcast. We're yes. doing yeah. presentations and workshops. So there's I won't yeah. name any names, but he is handsome. 
Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> you see, we brought other era members on our, our podcast. I said, I'm not naming your names, but he was handsome. Oh, I oh. know, right? <laughs> Alicia, I'd like to talk just a moment. And I'm, I'm going to go back from to my personal experience, having been a management mm-hmm. consultant, working in the consulting firm, traveling 30 to 35 weeks a year. I used mm-hmm. to go to incubators because that was a spot mm-hmm. for me to take my client work, go sit in there, churn away. But I had connection with other people. And I know mm-hmm. in today's marketplace, the word incubator, it still exists, but now they've really oh. gone to the co-working. And an incubator mm-hmm. co-worker, similar concept, Misty, because it looks like that's where you were at. Well, I was going to say, some of our listeners, uh, can you just, can you give mm-hmm. a little definition of what an incubator is? Um, pretty mm-hmm. much the same thing. It's it's a organization like Hera Hub that set up that helps startup businesses and entrepreneurs uh, create a workspace. It's it's mm-hmm. almost exactly the same, putting everything and everyone under one roof. And oh, that's right. what Hera Hub is doing. But I think the term has changed in the marketplace. And so when mm-hmm. you say remote working, I think back to my early career days when I did it on a regular basis. You know, even as an online professor back from 2001, I've always worked mm-hmm. remotely and I've had to, and I think I've shared this with you before. Sometimes I need to get out of my house. If I'm not, yeah. traveling, <laughs> I need to get out, which is really one of my motivators to say, you know what? It's time to get out. I've been in too long. I'm not in an incubator environment. I'm not traveling due to COVID and other mm-hmm. circumstances, but I know that what you create is magical. And so mm-hmm. I, I thought I'd ask the question, as you look at Hera Hub two plus years into mm-hmm. it, what has been your greatest success or greatest joy thus far with what you're creating and allowing entrepreneurs to do in your space? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so great question. Thank you. And um, before I go down that line, I want to say that once the um, uh, for the listeners and um, um, for Missy's clarification, one of the biggest differences between the incubator and an accelerator is the incubators are typically um, folks go there when they are have like a business idea and it hasn't actually, um, you know, been fleshed out yet. If they're like at the very, very infancy stage of their business, whereas the accelerator is like, okay, the business is you have a business, you have a foundation. However, now you want to grow it. And so that's just a small, subtle difference. But most of the time, you know, most people don't even know, you know, that's that that there is much of a difference, especially since um, especially like in places like Hope and like Hair Hub, where there's a you know, people at different levels, you know, that are that are co-working. Um, but in terms of like the one thing that has been pivotal for me, um, it's definitely been just being able to see the businesses grow. Um, you know, when I think of individuals like um, Latricia Towery, who is who actually is the space, uh, yes, brilliant, yeah, um, space uh, planner and designer who did all of my um, decor and space planning for for. Uh, Hair Hub, you know, when we first met, she had just left her pre- her employer in order to start her own business and, um, you know, starting a brand new business. <laughs> and um, now, you know, she's at a point where she's doing all these different commercial, pro- um, you know, projects. And so really just seeing the uh, maturation of, um, you know, the businesses that, 
that are part of HeraHub has been extremely exciting for me. And um, so that's, I, I, I feel, <laughs> I feel almost like, you know, a mother bird, you know, um, <laughs> watching, watching um, her, you know, her birds fly. And it, that um, really, really fills me up. It really fills my cup. If I could do nothing but that all day, <laughs> that's what I would love to do. But at the same time, we all know as business owners, we have, you know, we're the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker, and so there's all <laughs> kinds of other stuff that we end up having to um, be responsible for as well, which is why HeraHub exists, is, you know, we recognize that oftentimes people go into business because they have a particular, you know, subject matter expertise that they are fantastic at, whereas when you own a business, you also have to do accounting and you also have to do marketing and all these other things that may not be your, um, your, you know, real health, but you still have to do them in order to be successful. And that's what we try to do is supplement those areas where you, um, where business owners have that need. So, but yeah, that's my, that, that's probably my number one thing. Um, my number one joy is working directly with um, the mem members on their businesses and seeing their, their businesses grow. <laughs> and I believe if, if I can uh, recount correctly, you service a multitude of people, not just the business mm -hmm. owner or the entrepreneur, but I've run into several individuals that are employees at a company mm -hmm. and are re working remotely and said, you know what, I want to come into this community and they are now members of the Hair Hub as well. Is that true? Yes, yes, Kimberly. And thank you so much for mentioning that because um, I think that's a phenomenon that you and I have been talking about a lot lately is these, what I like to refer to as W-2 employees who actually have a job, you know, a nine to five um, where they've been allowed, hey, <laughs> where they have been allowed to work from home or work from anywhere and have decided that, you know, I don't want to work from home. I actually want to come into a co-working space. And it's been, and so this is a trend that I had not anticipated, um, but it's been a pleasant, um, pleasant surprise um, because first of all, it, I think it just reiterates how important connection is, right? You know, that's what we started off with, was um, talking about community and connection and people's desire for that. So yeah, people want the flexibility of being able to work from home so that they're not, you know, spending three hours out of their day in traffic. Sure. Um, however, they still want to be able to have those um, connections and um, working out of a co-working space definitely is a way of being able to do that. So yeah, we've had an increase in the number of W-2 employees who, um, who in fact, some of them have their, their companies are actually uh, paying for a percentage of their of their um of their membership and they're they're loving it you know it could take gets them out of the the house you know I've I noticed that you know some of them were like hey you know with me and my husband <laughs> or my you know my um you know wife or whatever um working both from both of us working from home you know I, I we need a little bit of that separation <laughs> so, so so um you know so they're you know trying to you know Come here as a little bit of an escape <laughs> to you know to get some work done and um so yeah yeah it's, it's been i want to add add to that which i love is 
your um one, I know you're only going to increase your your business coaching as you start to replace candlestick makers and bakers so that mm-hmm. you can um yeah. move into your um your favorite place to be in your in your world. So as business owners, one of the best things to do is delegate and, and have some people so that you can stay where you're not only most yeah. passionate, but we were just talking about this earlier. Me and Kimberly was where are you most in love with it it comes so easy that it just flows out of you and mm-hmm. I know you're really busy but I always you're always engaged in conversations of helping others grow yeah. which is it's great because we we share that background in the industrial organizational psychology yeah. absolutely love it yeah but one of the things I notice about the hair hub is there's certain things that when you go into other co-working spaces that cause concerns or problems and mm-hmm. why people stay away they're like you know what I can't be distracted but mm-hmm. when I went to Hair Hub, there was already systems in place to where you don't have to be distracted. It's the cutest little thing ever. They're little cones. <laughs> and if you're working and you have a different color cone, then people socially know where to, because sometimes you don't want to be rude. Like, oh, I say hi to everyone. What is that? Mm-hmm. I, I just have to stop, start, stop, start, which sucks anyway. Yeah. That's why yeah. I work from home. But there's cones and spaces, the way it's designed is brilliant, where if I want to get out of the house and breathe and maybe say hi to someone, but if I just want to be focused, I can be not only in a space, but also through a cone, people Mm -hmm. honor those. Mm -hmm. And like red means don't even say hi. Like I'm in the midst of something, I don't want to interrupt you. People have their headphones on. Mm-hmm. Um, others mm-hmm. I know they have that green cone and, and me and Kimberly sometimes you mm-hmm. have to put us in different rooms because we get super <laughs> excited um, you guys aren't the only ones <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's such a, an amazing thing where I think sometimes it would hold people back and yeah. you already have things in place where it doesn't hold people back even mm-hmm. the um which I, I can't explain it enough is Pouring a nice cup of coffee and having some water without dropping ten dollars. Because if oh, I go yeah. to Starbucks mm-hmm. where it's free, I spend more money on the coffee and the, the meeting's not that professional. It's a right. nice coffee meeting, but having a membership where I can show up in a very professional setting, even mm-hmm. you have levels of professional because I could sign up for different rooms, right. but it comes with the coffee and the water and it comes with these yeah. little snacks and someone's always pushing food on you. <laughs> um, which I love. It really feels like when I was little, my grandpa was a teacher and I would go uh-huh. hang out in the teacher's lounge, even though I wasn't uh, supposed to. Yeah. And that, that's what it feels like in there is it's just mm-hmm. like a, a second home for professionals to, if they yeah. want to talk business, there's business. If they want to giggle, there's giggle, but yeah. it just is that, like you said, and I, the, the icing on the cake is it's, it was the whole point was the whole intention of it was it's just connection, whether it's professional or personal you have mm-hmm. a space to do both. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and that's what I tell people, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, you can go to Starbucks. You can totally go to Starbucks and, you know, and work from there. Um, however, for nearly, especially if you're going on there on a regular basis, it's actually cheaper to have a membership at a co-working space. And um, yeah, first as someone who oftentimes spends like $11, $12 a day at Starbucks, yes, it's actually <laughs> cheaper to actually just come into, my co- into a co-working yes. space. So you have the... You have the mm-hmm. coffee, you have the water, you have the connection, you have the cones. And what I thought yes. was most brilliant, and yeah, I don't know if it was the question I have, was it developed because of COVID or did you always have this intention was you created a virtual Hera Hub 
where someone mm-hmm. doesn't even have to leave their home. They could jump into incubators. They could jump into connection. They could jump yeah. into any and everything, not even living in Temecula, but it's easier because right. you want to show up in person. But yeah. was yeah. that already a purpose or did COVID just kind of push that on? COVID. It was actually COVID. So all of our programming prior to the pandemic used to be all in person and we were like okay well how do we continue to keep people engaged and um we're continuing to get them um, have them working on their businesses right because i I mean with the mental (laughs) stress that that pandemic um brought on all of us um you know it, it the having just the um, wherewithal, the bandwidth to just really continue to work on your business was was, was challenging. And so what we did was we pivoted, and like so many people, <laughs> I know this is a term that's <laughs> overused, but the truth is, is that's what we did. And so we started doing our programming, you know, our business boosters, which are essentially facilitated discussions on various business topics, our um, writer's lounge, you know, a lot of our programming, we started doing it um, via Zoom. And the silver lining in all that was that we were able to maintain a community. I mean, we had um, people who afterward, who, you know, during the pandemic um, were like, you guys have been my lifeline. Yeah. I mean, I, w- you know, was having like nearly mental breakdowns but being able to jump on the zoom um the other smiling faces commensurate my you know what I was going through trying to navigate you know homeschooling and everything else with other people who were in a similar situation as me was major major and so um and we've continued to do that I mean although we have um, we're you know slowly but surely trying to bring stuff more in-house and in, and in person, which fluctuates, it seems like every season, because it's like, okay, now rates are going back up again, right? <laughs> and now there's the RC and, you know, all kinds of stuff, right? Um, but we still have maintained that. And like I said before, the silver lining um, was also that our members got the chance to meet members that were in other parts of, um, you know, our where we also have uh, services, right? So we have- But now your your pivot to, Mm -hmm. you know, build community is now an extra benefit to your company. Because like, oh, if you can't make some of these, they're virtual. Like, oh, okay, I don't- I could stay home because if I have an important day and I'm getting a bunch done, I could still connect Mm -hmm. into my membership benefits, which is getting all this amazing hands-on business uh, skills. Mm -hmm. And if I want to come in, I could still come in. So I think that that Mm -hmm. is a testament to- really looking at what you're serving and you've done such a great job there to serve such a gap (laughs) and then just continue to build on that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, the thing that I was thinking, and it really goes to what you were saying, Misty, and you as well, Dr. Alicia, is that you took a local model because it was local, uh, regionally based, Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. made it global. And what I think about as a global minded consultant Mm -hmm. is that this model is now duplicatable all around the world. You give people access to people, programs, processes, procedures. Now mm-hmm. my business, that was just, maybe I can touch and talk to someone in Temecula, but now mm-hmm. I'm talking to DC because yeah. their hub is also in DC. Right. Not only that, I can offer a business booster, which yeah. promotes and shares what I do with this global marketplace. 
Wow, wow, wow. And I think one of the other things it's doing, the other silver lining, as you like Mm -hmm. to say, is this teaching people how to be comfortable in a virtual environment. Mm -hmm. I just came out of a meeting with another organization, Toastmasters, that I'm a part Mm -hmm. of. The group particularly said, well, let's just go back to only in person. And Mm -hmm. I was adamantly opposed to that because Mm -hmm. I know not only from 20 years of experience of being in a virtual space, but where the world is going. We are never, and I can say this Mm -hmm. with full heart, we're never going back. This is the normal. And if you want to be able to really pivot and grow your business, entrepreneurs, emerging leaders, executives, you Mm -hmm. must incorporate this virtual model and look at remote working and how it can transform. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head with that. Absolutely. Oh, good. (laughs) So Alicia, as you think about your business model and what you're doing, we always like to ask our guests to share with an audience one or two Mm -hmm. things that they can do to really power up or level up, as we like to say, in what they're doing in their practices. Are there Mm -hmm. any tips and, and strategies that you can share with the audience that would help them on their journey to greatness? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things um, which I mentioned a little bit earlier before was, you know, this idea that if you are a um, company that, you know, is like membership based um, to definitely don't wait, you know, don't wait to form that community, just begin to, um, to form it. Um, you know, I, I, have pushed a number of entrepreneurs on this, um, you know, um, a few women who have, you know, or who have membership-based um, type businesses that were like, no, I need to have this already, and I need to have this already. And I'm like, no, but you already have a audience that's already interested in, um, you know, and values what you have to say. Start where you are, right there. Even if it's just a handful of a handful of people, that handful of people will turn into, you know, those five people will turn into twenty five, and those twenty five turn into a hundred. You know what I mean? And um, and that really has been the main way that my business has grown. Um, I, if I were to break down, you know, where my um, business is coming from, I would say eighty percent is referrals and 20% is like, you know, cold um, searches on uh, Google or what have you, right? It really is like 80% is people who knew who, you know. Well, we were in the word of mouth, power in the word of mouth, the referral. And Kimberly, how many times have we talked about here on all these different episodes? We have 112 episodes now. Mm -hmm. And I swear to you, 50 of them, we have in some way or another have mentioned it it as a a skill uh, a strategy or something or like the other day we were at the hair hub and it's so it's funny that it, it's just <laughs> um like you said it, it is referral based because if yeah. a product works you you're going to talk about it you're not even going to yeah. try to sell it you're just going to talk about how amazing mm-hmm. it is and i really mm-hmm. think one of the main push for us was sarah all the time was and yeah. she, she <laughs> always dropped she's a founding member or member circle yeah. or whatever like yeah, that's what founding member. Uh-huh. Founding member, yeah, but just <laughs> hair hub this and hair hub that, and it's it's just yeah. amazing because it is. Yeah. If something is working, people are going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Alicia, you spoke to the entrepreneur that has a membership based model, but what about mm-hmm. those business owners or entrepreneurs that are currently working at home? 
any word of mm-hmm. advice to them mm-hmm. to help them on their journey to yes mm-hmm. doctor because this yeah. is like your uh, special surgery <laughs> um yeah so I cannot understate how important it is to um, have connections. Um, you know, I I think it's great for people to attend, you know, chamber events and different things like that. However, you know, um, those are oftentimes just kind of like, you know, like a once a month type of thing, you know, where it's like, you know, you're personal business cards and you're, you know, you move it on your way, you know, whereas um, when you have an opportunity to come into a co-working space, um, and, and I was trying to refrain from, you know, pitching my, my co-working space, but, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but, um, but the truth, but the, but the truth, what? but the truth is, is that as a entrepreneur, when you run and you're going to run into challenges, you're going to run into challenges. And if you're sitting at your kitchen table by yourself, who you, who do you have to turn to, you know, and say, hey, you know, I'm having this issue, you know, what would you recommend, you know, what your broke you uncle who's already sure. making fun of you for starting your right. business, for starting your exactly, calling exactly. you crazy, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, I recommend that you, um, you know, connect to a space like Era Hub, and um, become a part of that community, um, regardless of what type of business you have, um, I you'll find that it pays itself in dividends once you finally really integrate yourself. You will, um, it, it, it just pays off in dividends. So that's what I would recommend. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And I just want to make a special note that Alicia, you have come, Dr. Alicia, you've come to this show today and added so much value that it's okay to bring a pitch <laughs> what you have to offer. Because I believe that transformational leaders don't just show up and give people information and get them excited without mm-hmm. a next step. And you're offering that next step. In mm-hmm. fact, I believe you might even have an offer for everyone's listening who may be in the local Temecula, Marietta, Menifee, Lake Elsinore, mm-hmm. Fallbrook area that may want to take a look and visit. Uh, yes, yeah. So if you are in this area and you happen to be listening to this podcast and you like to actually come in and work, co-work at no cost for the day, please mention the podcast. You know, give us a give us a call um, uh, or, uh, you know, contact us through our website. And if you mention the podcast, you can actually come in and um, and work co-work for free for Woo! for the day. Okay, how <laughs> exciting! Well, I tell you, that's a tremendous opportunity because again, there is tremendous value there. In the course of one day at Hera Hub, you will be amazed at everything that goes on. There's always something other than just the co-working. More education, more training, more connections, conversations. And my favorite is the open can conversations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a can that you have to say open can. Yeah. So we all huddle around that bad boy. I know. Get it to open or close. <laughs> it's an inside joke. It's an inside joke. I do. Which is why you have to come so you can so you can be a part of that inside. Be part joke. of our inside. Go joke. ahead. <laughs> is there a public Facebook group or some public place where? 
you do announce uh, your some of your some of your business boosters or some of your workshops are open to the public. I know that's yeah. how we got to come in a couple times as you have right, public right. open. And sometimes they're small charges, way worth it, always mm-hmm. small, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> that our listeners can find that and at least be a part of that community on a free Facebook or or some way to yeah. connect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we are on um, social media. So you can find us here at Hub Temecula on Facebook as well as Instagram where we announce, you know, things that we are taking place which are open to the public. We actually have a number of people who we refer to as gurus. These are subject matter experts in a number of different things, including um, individuals like Troy Small, who you all um, have had an opportunity to meet on a previous um, podcast with both um, Kimberly and Misty, um, who does government contracting. And you you can actually come and um, see him and talk to him during his guru hours at no cost and you don't necessarily have to be a member to do that to learn a little bit more about you know government contracting how do you become a registered uh, woman business owner or a minority business owner or um and you know secure government contracts we also have um someone who is a legal um and business document a guru who you can come and see as well jody silverman brilliant um Wait, yeah we've had another hara hub sarah has been mm-hmm. on the podcast yes. as well and she's another guru Yes, she's another guru. Sarah does um, branding photography and and video as well. And she is like our marketing um, subject matter expert. She is, if you need someone to really help you flush out a great marketing strategy um, and have all of the great uh, photos to go with it, she is person to talk to so i mean these so this are is free i'm just free. clarifying for free. listeners right is <laughs> i'm struggling in a specific area i could come to one of these groups look it up and be like oh my gosh i just got to drive down to the hair hub come in and sit down mm-hmm. have some coffee maybe and yeah. sit with this amazing guru and just get right. feedback for my business yeah 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 yep the keeper we have a bookkeeper that's that's here as well you know a lot of us are going to be ready to start working on our business taxes for you know <laughs> so yeah. Busy, yeah. Huh? yeah 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 so awesome. yeah so just the wealth of information wealth of opportunities sitting right there for you at the Hera Hub Temecula so Alicia as we prepare to wrap up this show tell us where people can find you Mm-hmm. So please uh, go to our website. It's um, herahub.com slash Temecula, and you will find us there, and you can easily just fill out a form, and we'll connect with you and get you in here for a tour. All righty. When yeah. are your guru hours? You know what? I don't have guru hours. <laughs> I know, right? They're all the time. I feel like I'm, I, they're, exactly. I feel like they're all the time. <laughs> Awesome. Alicia, and I know you're, you also are on social media as well. Um, I believe Dr. Alicia Wilkins is your handle. So there's personal, but find her at herahub.com slash Temecula. Listen, we thank you so much for finally saying yes to us. You said yes a long time ago. It was just a thing that we needed to work out, but we're so grateful for you. We thank Thank you. you. Like we say, every single week at our at our show that there's something out there waiting for you now go get it 
Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire U. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.